Welcome to Coming Up for Air. I'm Emma, your host for the podcast, and together we'll allow ourselves to just unfurl and be our whole selves, creating more and more spaciousness in our hearts, in our bodies, in our minds, in our deeper selves and spirits, um, to hold the whole of us and the whole of life. We'll go down the path, the winding, narrow path that passes rainbows and butterflies and big grassy hills and also goes through storms and lightning and dark forests. We'll go through it all together and let's get into today's episode. Okay, so here I am just like struggling to um struggling to record an episode because I have all these episodes right now and like all these ideas and you can plan and plan and plan and want things to be a certain way but like if you it's you just can't control the way energy is moving through you the way like life is showing up for you in that day And it's actually funny because I've been experiencing this lesson in so many different iterations and like, it's something that I want to talk about. So like, I found my way in. So basically what I want to talk about is like, loving yourself and accepting yourself like, as you are, as like, as you're showing up uniquely in that moment, like, because there's like okay (laughs) like we can get under this weird perception that like we can't like show ourselves in the world or connect with other people if we're not at our best or if we're in anything other than like our emotional experience neatly like tied in a bow and um like all resolved before coming to another person or just going out into life um and i think that in part has to do with like this awareness of like you don't want to put your things on other people and like expect them to um like resolve your own emotional things without having like a relationship with those emotional things yourself. Um, but there is like an in-between and there's many like levels and like, it's like in between two and three, there's like 2.01 and 2.03 and 2.5 and 2.56. Like there's so many different things between the black and white of what at least like I this illusion that I kind of carry around and it's like okay yeah you don't want to deal with everything alone which would be like two and then you don't want to put everything on someone else which is three so in between there it's like okay so how can I have a relationship with what I'm experiencing and also share that in relationship with other people because 
if you're in an authentic relationship with someone, you are showing yourself authentically and you're like sharing yourself and sharing your experience. And like this might like something that you're experiencing that might not be comfortable or might not be the way that you want it to be is part of your experience. Um, so there is like a balance and I'm sure, so say that's like 2.5. I'm sure there's like 2.56 and 2.57 and 2.58 and 2.52 and whatever it is. Like there's so many different, like as those like decimals are almost like infinite, like so are every person's relationship to that in between. So I have been thinking about that a lot. Um, because I definitely grew up as someone who was like people pleaser or like someone who's kind of, uh, detecting the external surroundings and making sure that people's like emotional well-being is okay. Um, when mine and kind of like ignoring and neglecting my own. So in that like pattern um, and habit and behavior, there's this part of you that is neglectful towards yourself. Um, even though like, it's like people pleasers in the society, it's almost like you wear this like badge of honor and you're like, yes, I'm like doing this for everyone else. And like, you know, just like you're servant of other people's emotional needs. But like, number one, it's like deeply sad. And number two, it's like, how can you truly have capacity for other people's emotional and just like their well-being in general, like mental, emotional, even physical, like how can you truly even know how to relate? I don't know. This sounds kind of like an absolute statement, which it'll be different for everyone. But what I'm trying to get at is that you... There's like many, many lessons to, to learn and unfold in as you learn how to like relate to yourself and, and like be there for your own needs and whatever it might be. Because also it's like, cause I've been down this path and this journey for like years now of like kind of swinging from one end of the pendulum to the other of like being there for everyone and prioritizing everyone else's needs to then like only prioritizing my needs. And then like, I feel like that's kind of how you, that's how I have been learning through. And it's like, okay, go from one to the other. And then the pendulum like gets the swings between the two, um, like opposites get smaller and smaller until you get to like a balanced equal place and it won't always stay in that balance because like say you're looking at a pendulum like the earth moves and someone knocks into the um the table that the pendulum's on and then it moves the pendulum so like it's not like a perfect formula that like after like x amount of years you'll get to this because get to this like balance and equilibrium because everyone is, um, because everyone's affected by everything around them as well. Like you can't control what happens to you really. 
like the earth can go through like natural disasters and you can experience big like earth shattering things in your life that like really move you and you can't really control those things happening the timing of them and those things actually occurring in general it's more like how do you then relate to your your own how do you relate to yourself as you experience those things and how do you relate to others so for me I feel like so connecting back to what I was saying is like when I was talking about capacity and being able to meet other people's emotional experience throughout my path of kind of like uh, relinquishing this energy of serving solely other people and not really even knowing that I was like doing that until I peeled back like layers and been like, oh, what is it that I actually want? And what is it that I'm not doing because of like the peace of other people or like the pleasure or comfortability of other people? Where I want to connect that is throughout that journey, you kind of learn how when you start to make decisions that are for you, you are like make decisions that help you to feel closer to the core of who you are and to feel more energized about life and like wanting to live in life and make an an impact that feels like inspiring to you or whatever it might be. The more you make choices towards that, the more you positively impact everyone around you and the people that you're in relationship with. Because even if you're denying like an action that would benefit someone else, um, you're actually benefiting them. Yeah. Jenna Zoe talks about this. Jenna Zoe is a leader in human design and human design is a study of like different energetic types that people have and basically how there is like a blueprint for how everyone should live and it's different from everyone so like there's not one like black and white way for someone to live or for for what would work for someone it's different for everyone but she talks about generators and generators are the energy type that when you know something is aligned for you and um when the divine like is is giving you messages to like move towards that thing you feel like excited and you feel like this like fuck yes feeling she talks about how like when you move with the with the energy of the life force moving through you and then wh- when there's not that energy of life force moving through you and the universe is telling you through how you're feeling like that this isn't for you you're actually benefiting that person as well because we don't know exactly why, but that's when kind of faith and the recognition that life and God and just like the intrinsically connected universe and nature like sees things at um, like a more bird's eye view perspective than we do. So like by you saying no to helping someone move out because whatever, like that actually might benefit them and give them what they need because maybe they need to like have a comp they need to um figure out how to do it alone or they need to ask their dad who they haven't like spoken to in a bit and whatever it might be like that that 
there's that aspect. What I'm trying to say is that you following what you feel is best for you benefits other people as well. So that's kind of like, there's this huge, like, almost like cloud of like, um, just like shame, like, like I feel when I talk about this stuff because it's like, oh, well, you're selfish. There's this thing in society that's like, if you do something that's for you, it's, you're selfish and you're not like, and that's a bad thing. And it's not that, like, I mean, even if you are quote unquote selfish, like if you're exhibiting that trait in that moment, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Like it's okay to choose things for yourself and to get to know yourself without needing to like outsource your energy or your emotional like bandwidth all the time. It's like, it's okay to give to yourself as well, rather than having an unbalanced place of giving to others. And like, I feel like the, the like seesaw is always kind of like shifting where it's like, oh, maybe you're giving to yourself heavily and you want to give to other people. So then it's like you even it out or like you're giving to other people really heavily and you need to give to yourself. So it's like, I don't think it's ever like you're walking and this balance is just like a fixed line. I think it's always like going back and forth. But basically back to what I was saying is like, it's okay to just like be who you are and talk about what's going on with you. Like, and like be out of the norm. Like for instance, like as I'm recording this episode, I'm like, oh wait, this isn't linear. Like, and, uh, I don't know if people understand or I'm supposed to do this, um, in a way that's like linear or whatever it might be. And it's like, why? Like who said that that's the way that everyone functions? Like I know a lot of our society functions or has been like conditioned to function in that way, but a lot of people's like brains and um processing like uh systems and like uh ways that they process are so different and like I feel like trying to contort yourself to be something that you're not is just not helpful to society in general and not helpful for yourself and for the people you're relating to. Cause there's always that disconnect in you trying to embody something that isn't true to you. So yeah, it's funny how these themes are really like woven through me recording this episode. Um, but I have been thinking about this a lot, especially in terms of relationships, because that's kind of where my people pleasing shows up most prominently is when I'm interacting with other people. And I, yeah, I've just been kind of feeling and thinking into like, what would it be like if I didn't, um, if I was just literally myself and I put the mask down and I just was me like 
what would that be like? And who is that? And when I don't do that, do I take away the opportunity for people who would get me and accept me and allow me space to be who I am? Am I taking away that opportunity for those people to be in my life? Because I'm also not then like practicing what it is and how it is to be me. Because when you like put on a mask for so long, you you aren't used to being yourself. You aren't like comfortable being who you are. And that could be for many different reasons. Like you could have maybe learned as a kid that being who you are made people uncomfortable or whatever it might be. Um, or yeah, just like your natural way of kind of like existing in the world or, um, yeah, just you kind of, the the core belief, I guess, would be who I am as I am is not okay. And there's something wrong with me, basically. So when you experience that belief and that like illusion within you, it's, it's very visceral and it's within the body. And it is like a whole process of taking the mask off and showing people who you are and trusting that, trusting yourself to accept who you are and to not berate yourself for being who you are. Um, because oftentimes we can, in relationships or in conversations, we can kind of like be ourselves and people can reflect something back to us that we can interpret in a way that is in line with this illusion of like who we are isn't okay. And that can just further feed into the illusion and further like cement this feeling of like, we can't be ourselves. So it's like, first off, like people's those perceptions that you're maybe picking up on or that you're interpreting are based on your own perceptions as well. So you might not be interpreting people's perceptions accurately. And even if you did, how can you like understand that that's their, their own perceptions from their own experiences in their lives that contributed to their conditioning? And the way that they were constructed. Because ultimately, like, if you are yourself and you aren't harming anyone by being yourself, like, it should only be met with just, like, loving awareness, basically. Um, So, yeah, it's been like a interesting thing to to work with within myself because and kind of trust that people will communicate to you when there is something wrong rather than you assuming that everyone like is mad at you or hates you and it's like I know it's not just me who experiences this like I think Emma Chamberlain recently recorded a podcast episode that said, are you mad at me? And I didn't like watch it, but I grew up feeling that 
Um, and like, there's also a thing of like, when you, how do you feel comfortable when people are mad at you or have some feelings other than pleasant feelings towards you? Like, how do you number one, like resolve that within the relationship. And then number two, not allow that to dictate like your self-worth. And it's a very nuanced, like relationship that I'm referring to, because I feel like there's so many layers and levels to it where it's like, okay, so first you kind of have to be aware that you're putting on a mask. And then there's this whole journey of finding out what it is, who you are underneath the mask and then showing like building up trust within yourself to love yourself when you show it. And when, or if people respond in a way that is like hurtful to you, how do you like take care of yourself with that? And then how do you develop that relationship with yourself of compassion and, um, like even accountability and all the things that, contribute to a like a healthy sense of self, a healthy relationship with yourself and a way that you want to show up in the world. So, yeah. It's I wrote um it's like a constant practice of meeting yourself in the mirror, literally or not, and not hitting the things that you see back. Not completely judging, berating, abusing, and hating that thing because it's not what you want it to be. Can you accept that whatever you may be in that moment is just another opportunity to love it and relate to it? There's this feeling that if we're not a certain way, we are not doing it right or like we just dislike ourselves and get really hard on ourselves. So like there's this thing in society of being happy and positive and like the toxic positivity. And I think there's a total difference between finding peace and equanimity with all the things that naturally show up in life. It's not all pleasant feelings, but how do you relate to those things regardless of what they are like can you respect them and allow them to be there and also know that they're not like you like those things that show up whether it be super sadness or anger or awkwardness and anxiety and even like paranoia self-doubt confusion um pettiness, whatever it is, like those things are emotions moving through you. They're almost like their own beings. Like they all, they exist in the world and each one of us, like every human being experiences all of them or has the capacity to experience all of them because we're all whole human beings. Like there will never be a point where we get to that we're only experiencing bliss and positivity that's not like what it is to be human what it is to be human is having the capacity to feel everything and show love to everything and show at least like some sort of 
allowance for that thing to be there. Like, as these things continue to show up in our lives, like as frustration and all the things that I mentioned before continue to show up, how how do we help it? How do we help it move through us? Because it wants to move through our bodies and be recycled into something different. And I've talked about this, like, I think in the last episode where um, it's like, energy is not created or destroyed, only changed. And that the same goes with like your mental, like your thoughts, emotions, habits, whatever. Those things are all energetic beings. Like, even if we want to differentiate thoughts into the mental realm and anxiety into the physiological realm and love into the emotional realm, it's like they're all, you can represent anxiety through thoughts physiology, emotions, even physical sensations, each thing can be represented on all the different uh, bodies, the mental body, the emotional body, the energetic body, the physical body, the physiological body, the spiritual body, all of them. So everything that we experience, whatever it is that you call it, it also has an energetic, um, like body to it like just as we as humans do like we have our own mental body we have our own emotional body energetic body physical body and our energetic body is the thing that never cannot be destroyed even the physical body decays and goes back into the earth and gets recycled so on many different layers nothing is actually ever destroyed and gone forever. And that's kind of how like I see emotions or experiences that I'm experiencing, especially when they're more difficult emotions. They don't, they're not pleasant to feel. You don't want to feel them. It's like, how can you help them move through you? So say you're feeling frustration. It's like, okay, how can I work with frustration in my in my body or in myself that can help it get through all it needs to get through and then release and have like a place where or have like a time, time and space where it then goes through its own transformation, like within to then transform into something else and take on a different life. Um what's coming to mind is parts work, which is like a internal family system is also called parts work. Um, and internal family systems is a psychological, it's like a, is like a tenant of psychology. Uh, it's like a way that some psychologists practice. They'll like incorporate parts work into their work. And it's basically about like a you as like the, the, the keeper of all the things within you, all the different parts within you. And it's like you are running the home and then there are many different things living inside of your house. So that's kind of it. When you look at your emotions and your thoughts and whatever else you're experiencing in that way, it allows you to have the level of attachment, detachment from those things where you're not like then shaming yourself for being that way, being sad, being quiet, being angry, 
whatever. Like you are not those things. Um, and the more that you don't want those things to be there, the more those things will react in a way that like a child would react and every child will react differently. That, that child, aka anger might hide in you and not come out from its room and, uh, like take on this feeling of shame and not wanting to be seen or the child might rebel even more and get like explosive and demand to be seen. So it it really is all about the relationship with yourself and the many different parts within yourself. And yeah, that's kind of, that's like a helpful way to relate to yourself because it kind of takes away this level of attachment to those things and thus shame for experiencing them. Because I know that that comes, comes often in our society next is like if we're not like happy and smiling and grateful and giving and the x y whatever it is like then we are bad or that's like a whole separate conversation but at least for me i feel that way often where like if i'm not a certain way i like i talked about it in the beginning i worry about it negatively affecting other people or i worry that I, that I'm going to lose connection with people, but, um, just, it, it really is true. And I feel it within myself when I practice this is that like, the more you remain in connection with yourself and with those different parts, you'll never lose connection with another person that is also capable of seeing those parts and not like judging or running away or, um, like pigeon towing you into a certain way of being. Cause there's, you have the whole universe inside of you. You're a whole being with everything that exists within you. It's like the more that you like accept yourself and love yourself as you are, as you're showing up and accept that these things that show up are also just tiny parts of you. And like, there's so many different parts of you. You're not one way, even if a lot of people feel safe to kind of categorize people in their minds as one way. You are not that way. And when you kind of embody the energy of like allowing yourself to shift and change and be what shows up with you in that day, the more that you give the space for other people to do that too. Um, and you allow other people to like unfurl, um, into who they are. And, um, it just creates like much deeper and more authentic and true and like heartfelt relationships because they're much more real with like what you're experiencing and who, and what you have experienced in the past, because a lot of what we show up with is stuff that we haven't really like alchemized or metabolized within ourselves. So yeah, just spaciousness is such a beautiful gift to give to yourself. Um, spaciousness in order to meet the parts of you that are coming up and allowing them to at least just be there without berating them, like I said. And then also just like spaciousness for other people to to just like 
do the same within their own inner terrain. And I feel like that just is such a beautiful, like, hearty um, space for connection and, like, almost like surprise too. Because when you open your mind, you open your heart to yourself and to other people. It allows parts of you to show up that you didn't know were there. Um, and yeah, so this is like probably something that I will be cycling through in many different iterations throughout my whole life. Um, but it's been really helpful to connect with people who have that spaciousness and that like, um, just like a practice of allowing parts of themselves to be there and not feeling shame for them. Um, yeah, it's just such a, such a healing, like a heart healing, beautiful gift that I've been given by a lot of people. And I, I'm giving myself now too. So just wanted to share that with you guys as well. And thanks for sticking around through this episode and for connecting with me in my realness of what's showing up. Um, and may we continue to practice that with ourselves. Um, yeah. And I'll see you guys next time.